Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include mature themes and continuing our special note mentions of a childlike villain's death. The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in. Searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. There are people still here. Am I still holding her? Yeah. Do I still have time? Are we, are we in the 60 seconds? No. I can still be like that. Are you so sure that she's not going to come back mad? I didn't even think it was... I know. It looks like I'm sinking really out. What's happening with people around us? People are just like kind of talking to each other, like what the hell happened? And then people are kind of like moving, looking for people that they know. Some people are looking for family or friends. Some people start screaming as they find what's left of the raggedy men. I take out my linen and I start wiping her body. So, where do you head? I don't think we. I'd go anywhere yet. I think I just. I wait till she's done. Do you have to do that to other people? Yes, I think so. He'll take her. I do, and I just. Be kept, make sure that. I go over to the crowd of people. Okay. And uh, I just yeah, I just get on my knees next to the riverbed and just wait. Okay. Selene, as you go to the people, 
several of them are confused, but some of them remember also, what I happened. I still have my wings. Right, yeah. So, sorry, yeah. People are kind of, like, freaked out, actually, a bit by you as you approach. Some back away in fear. Some kind of just stand there and look up in awe. I should dismiss him, but uh, I'm, a, I'm never one to, uh, mm. <laughs> to turn down a chance for theatrics. Even even in this somber mood. Mm-hmm. One of them approaches you. It looks to be an older woman. She asks, Are we dead? So I mean. actually laugh. You're so mean. <laughs> I think I've forgotten that I have my wings out. Why would you be? Oh, I dismiss my wings. No, you are not dead. Oh, then. Who are? My name is Celine Argent Cray. I am with the DMP. Oh. What happened? Oh, um, well, the short version, the old town was under a, um, glamour. A what? <laughs> a spell. But it is gone now. Thanks to us, the DMP. The Reaper and the Wanderer and Wait. That is the second time mm. we have saved your fucking town. A you man... might remember us from a few months ago. A younger man comes up and... Uh, to the older woman and kind of like takes her hand. Grandmama, come on. Uh, we need to we need to go find my wife. He he looks to you, Celine. Thank you. I think I remember parts. Thank do you, you. Do you? What is your name? Kellen's my name. I, I remember Sewen. Oh, best now. Yeah, best to forget that as soon as you can. Uh. Don't worry, it was... well, it is over. Uh, I, rem- I remember a little girl. Yes. I remember her being a uh, v- very nice little girl. Uh, invited everybody to tea. Um, but that, uh, everything gets... Foggy? Foggy. Uh, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. It was a little girl that did this. What? She had been... I suspect... She had been through years of trauma, and everyone processes trauma differently. Some take it in on themselves and try to hide from it, and others, others go mad. I'm so I don't understand. You're saying a little girl did, and he looks around. This spell you're talking about? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I I thank you for saving us from whatever did it, uh, but I I need to go find my family. Of of course. There were more people in the town who, I am sure, have been released of the glamour. I hope so, anyway. If there's anyone who has been out, um, I am an healer, so... If there's anyone who has been out, or... Well... If you need anything. Oh, thank you. I just nod. I look back at Talia. I'm just sitting there. I go and sit with you. Go help people, Celine. I need to help you first. There's nothing you can do right now. Just go find the sheriff. Go find Renal. See if they're alright. I'll stay with her. And I kind of nudge you with my head. And then I go 
I'm going to go back to the sheriff's office. Yep. Uh, as you're on your way there, you actually run into Renal and Maud as they're on th- their way out, kind of like trying to gather people together and organize. Mm-hmm. Oh, fancy meeting you here. Celine, R- Renal comes. Oh, thank God. Uh, what what happened? Uh... Um, you were under a glamour from a little girl who had gone mad. I... I remember coming into town and it being covered with fog. Yep. I... I uh, encountered... Dolls? Yes. Giant toys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And That's, that sure is what is what happened. I was... Swallowed by one? Yeah, that happens too. <laughs> oh, God. And then I, I woke up... Did you get smacked with a flaccid appendage and tongued as well? I don't quite remember, but Lucky I, you. I, I, then I woke up in the sheriff's office, some kind of, it's hard to explain, some kind of sticky substance being removed from my thoughts. Yes, well, that would be the glamour. I, I, I suppose it was. Uh, I, I came to and I was with the sheriff and one of her deputies. Maud nods at you. Uh, Argent, wasn't it? Mm, yes, it is Argent right now. Oh, well, congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Love to meet the man. Uh, <laughs> well, she's back there. Right, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> what happened? <sighs> I'm going to just print out pamphlets and just give some to people. <laughs> uh, I, I I heard what you told Renal, but please explain it to me in more detail, please. <sighs> okay. She does her best to explain what happened. Okay. And being that I am a failure, I tried to offer her a spot in my home, but she did not take it. Look, I look at Maud, just poke her face. She manages to keep track with a fair bit of it. She lo- she loses you lose her at a couple of points, but she like kind of keeps nodding through until she like gets to a spot that she can understand what's happening. <laughs> Go through all of it and she's like, "Oh, shocking." But uh, I got no reaction from that failure. Not it kind of like goes over her head a bit. What about Renal? Renal raises an eyebrow just <laughs> <laughs> I love Renal. Yeah. <laughs> but Maud is like, "Well, I I think I recalled bits of it. Uh, oh, God, you weren't sewing, were you? No, I don't think so. Thanks to God. Oh, God, were people... I spoke to Kellen. He, re- he seemed to recall sewing. Oh, God. It was what they're going to be finding out there. Oh, she if shudders. If there was anyone who has the outdoor, you need help preparing any... Of the dead. She nods. Renal looking a little green in the face. Are you okay, Renal? The idea of how to even deal with the dead. What do you mean? Well, do you... They're pieces. They weren't one of those scarecrows. Yeah. Yeah, those were multiple pieces of people. Do you separate the pieces and try to assemble them into a whole? I suppose that is up to you. I I turn to Maud. It is your town. It's not how I would do it, so. 
Maud shakes her head. I doubt anybody will want to do that. Well, we'll have to put that to a town vote. Mm, she swallows. She looks around. This town is holding on by its fingernails with the river drying up. And then not two days later, this happening. Two days. River dried up, and then two days later, fog started oh, pouring yes, out of the river source. Do you have any idea why the river dried up? It shakes her head. We sent people in to investigate, but they just came out reporting dry earth, which seems impossible. It's like there was never a river source here to begin with. There's a well coming up from under underground. Oh, an underground. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, we always thought there was something special about our river. That's <laughs> how we were able to survive. Always enough fish for our town. I'm sure. I'm sure you will find a way. Death is ambitious, but life is audacious. Well, that may be, but life might have to be audacious elsewhere. <sighs> we might head on over to Traildale or resettle near there. There had been some talk in the town. Who knows? Is there anything I can do? You're a healer, right? Yes. I, I haven't seen any people direly injured yet, but if there's anybody beyond the care of a doctor, I'll send them your way. Doctor. Of course. <laughs> but if I may offer some advice. Yes. And I kind of smile. Your face is a powerful thing. Do not lose it quite yet. I'm trying, miss, but it's not easy. I know. If you'll excuse me, I have my citizens to take care of. Of course, you know where to find us. Mm. Or you, rather, you know how to find us. Mm. And she goes off and Renal just kind of looks down at you. I look up at you. Well, I feel kind of silly. Why? Wandering into town and get enchanted. And then you two waltz on in and take care of everything. Again, DMP is known for doing weird shit, but you two are the weirdest. Oh. I, 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 look up, I look up at you and I'm like, that is the nicest thing anyone has ever said about us. Okay, Renard. So, I have a question for you. Since we are the weirdest, right? This has been decided already? This has been decided. We have, we have settled this. If the DMP was to perhaps do some recruiting with, oh, I don't know, some printed material, like, uh, oh, just spitballing here some posters, don't you think that the weirdest and the most attractive DMP members should be the ones to be on those posters. I look up at her like <laughs> expectantly. Now see, that's funny. I've been pitching a similar idea to James for quite some time about the strongest and tallest and most attractive person being on the recruitment posters. Well, we could go ask Tally if she wants to. She 
crosses her <laughs> and I just, huge I just, arms. I just look at her, just a shitty tinkling. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> come on, <Let's laughs> go find your wife. <laughs> All right, I go back to where Talia was being said. Talia hasn't moved. She's yeah. just head down, head bent down, on her knees with the wrapped child yeah. in her hands. So you see Renal coming with Celine. Talia. Everybody awake? I think so. Renal nods from what we've been seeing. Good. Renal looks down at you and kneels down. You had no choice. Is that something just to make me feel better? Or is it true? I believe it to be true. We did everything that we could, Talia. We even tried to reason with her. You protected what is yours. And you can't save everyone. I'm not telling you you shouldn't be upset. There's plenty to be upset about in this situation. But don't blame yourself for something you couldn't control. Did someone tell you what happened? She nods. Did she tell you it was instinct? She shrugs. I've killed more than my fair share of people on nothing but instinct. This was a child, Renault. And my reaction was to put two bullets in her head. This was something that used to be a child, Talia. Mm -hmm. But she looks exactly like my daughter. She goes silent at that. I'm kind of... I... I'm sorry. You can't save everybody, right? We do what we can. Yeah. I don't have a telegraph in this town yet, do they? Shakes her head. Not last I checked. Alright. Who you need to get a message to? James. Well, I was planning on heading back to the capital, reporting in. Us too. And then I'll see you there. Being missing for so long, I figure I better hoof it back. You wait till until the morning, you can come with us. Uh, I've, I appreciate it, but I we think- We have a shortcut. What kind of shortcut? A very shortcut. It would be just like walking through a door. They smile. Weird shit, remember? The weirdest. And I give her a knowing look. Well, shit. Alright, I suppose I can wait a day to see this shortcut. It is pretty cool. Do you guys know what they're gonna do here? She shrugs. Maud was saying how with the river dried up, the town's pretty much lost its main source of food. Why did the river dry up? 
See, I'm not sure. I suddenly look up. What? I say in, in night speak, I will tell you in a moment. I'm gonna see if Maud and her people need any help moving bodies. Gotcha. Uh, meet up at the Black Bear? Certainly. Sure. She leaves. What's your thought? Where is this horse as a river? I think it's just up the riverbed. Why? Follow me. Right now? Look over. Yes, ma'am. Alright, I stand up. I'm still mm-hmm. carrying him. So it's about a mile up the riverbed as you follow it up, and you come to a hill with a small opening that leads into the hill from the riverbed. Like, how big is the opening? I say small. It's smaller compared to the like actual width of the river, so it's mm-hmm. it's like maybe five feet high, ten feet wide. At the duck, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to go in. Okay. I'm going to fall. As you go in, coming down to the riverbed, it's like bone dry coming yeah, coming down and in, and it's dark ahead. I cast light okay. on my torch. Okay. <laughs> so as you go in, it's a fairly standard, just sort of like water-formed cave mm-hmm. as it goes deeper into the hill. As we are walking, I'm saying, Maud said that the river just sprang up. There was no real source for it. Do I remember how long ago this town was founded? Make a history check. Was it around like 20 years ago or so? Just out of curiosity. I'm gonna blow a luck point. No, I'm not. I'm gonna save it. 17, but what was it? History? History, so minus two, but 15? 15. About 20 or so years ago. 20 years, this town. Around that. How very coincidental. You think, maybe? That's what I'm going to find out. So as you make your way deeper and deeper, you come to a dead end about 50 feet into the cavern. Can I sense anything? I was just about to say, Celine. Yeah. You can feel that there is, like, a thinness here. Can you feel that? Can I smell it? Yeah, make a perception check. Twelve. Not really. You just smell earth and dirt. I think it's beyond me, Don. But do you feel it? Yes. I'm going to try and pinpoint where it is most concentrated. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Wow. 16. That's pretty good. Nope, that was as good as I get. Perception, so 20. You run your hand along the wall, feeling, and then you stop. It's this weird sensation of, like, if you close your eyes and press against it, you feel the stone kind of, like, yielding under your hand. But if you, like, open your eyes and look, nothing is actually happening to the stone. I don't think I even open my eyes. I just feel it and I stop pushing. Okay. Like I'm trying to open a door. Okay. You push open 
And while nothing like actually happens to the rock in front of you, you feel sudden wetness on your palm. And there's a trickle of water just running down the rock, appearing from like the middle of it as it starts to leak more and more. Then suddenly there's like a little stream that suddenly like shoots out from the rock. Um, Celine, maybe, uh, I'm just, just like, <gasps> come on, I'm magic. <laughs> kind of like, like kind of get, uh-huh. like I can't really grab your arm because mm-hmm. my hands are full. But yeah. I'm like, come on, before we get wet. <laughs> Smacked by a floppy appendage, swallowed, chugged. What's the other one? Gagged. 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 And now getting wet. Boy, this is kinky. Okay, let's go. <laughs> So you get to the mouth of the cave, and by the time you get to the mouth of the cave, you are ankle deep in water. Oh man, my shoes. <sighs> my shoes are fine. I know, come on. Okay, right. so we scramble. Yeah. Water is starting to pour out the opening. And at first it's kind of dark and muddy, but you stand there and watch for a couple minutes, and rapidly, magically fast, the river starts to fill up. Now you save the town twice over, it seems. It's three times. Three times over. We should go tell mom. Okay, let's head back. Okay. You start heading back? I'm using minor illusion to make little boats. (laughs) (laughs) And stuff. Little ducks. Little, what is it, a fish. (laughs) You start heading back, and well before you get back into the town, you can hear, like hubbub Mm -hmm. of people talking and yelling and people shouting that the river's back. I'm going to go find Mom. Okay. She's along the riverbank, close-ish to the area where the Grey Mouse is, but she sees you coming. It's a goddamn miracle. What did I tell you about Faith? (laughs) I guess you're right. Oh, with the river back, well... (sighs) <sighs> It'll still be hard, but... Life is audacious. Indeed. We, uh, started gathering bodies, and it hasn't been a pretty... It hasn't been pretty sure at all. Does. I'm sure it doesn't. I've had about a dozen people go and faint on me. Some of them scream... Uh, some of them started screaming and running away, saying how sorry they were. I got a couple people trying to calm them down, but... I'm sorry we did not get here earlier. I'm just glad you made it when you did. Is there any... I know I've already asked you, but is there anything I can do? Miraculously, the people that are alive seem to be without injury. Good. I think it had something to do with how that little girl... uh, just wanted to play with everything. Yeah, yes, I think so. I think uh, for the most part it's going to be a lot of healing of minds. Well, perhaps the river can help that. Perhaps. Do you need us for anything? Unless you want to stick around to help with burials, but otherwise I... We already can't repay you. You don't need repairs. We're DMP. That's what we do. What we do. We do the weird shit. 
Well, thank you. Yeah. Selene, I need to talk to you. Okay. Maud excuses herself after donning goodbye. What is it? Do you have a coffin already made in the house? Why? I don't think the townsfolk would be all that happy about burying her in their city limits. I'm sure I could make one. Doesn't really need to be her size. Just a place for her. A place for her. Are there any buildings around us? Mm-hmm. Come with me. What? Come with me. Alright. I go around to one of the houses, I guess, mm-hmm. and find, <laughs> like, a tool shed. Okay. Uh, everyone's distracted, right? Yeah, so don't yeah see pretty us. much. Yeah. I put my hand on the door and I open it up to the Feywilds. Oh, to my home. Okay. To the Feywilds. So you step out of a tree close by to the cave entrance again. Walk with me. I do. So we walk for a while. Like a good, maybe hour. Okay. Like, a good a good distance away from the opening okay. of the cave. Give it to me. Okay. I sit down in front of me and I begin to cast Raise Dead. For our audience, the spell Raise Dead, casting time of one hour. It takes a gem worth at least 5, 500 gold pieces, like, which whoa, the spell what? consumes, which, for the sake of this, we'll say you have. Mm-hmm. We do. We got it in Lord Longfellow's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got a bunch of them. So. Yeah. You return, of probably. you return a dead creature you touch to life, provided that it has been dead no longer than 10 days. If the creature's soul is both willing and at liberty to rejoin the body, the creature returns to life with one hit point, neutralizes any poison, and cures non-magical diseases that affected the creature at the time it died. The spell does not, however, remove magical diseases, curses, or similar effect. If these aren't first removed prior to casting the spell, they take effect when the creature returns to life. The spell closes all mortal wounds, but it doesn't restore missing body parts. If the creature is lacking body parts or organs integral for its survival, its head, for instance, the spell automatically fails. Coming back from the dead is an ordeal. The target takes a minus four penalty to all attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. Every time the target finishes a long rest, the penalty is reduced by one until it disappears. So, Selene. Mm-hmm. As you go about with the ritual, just walking around her body, holding the gem out in front of you, mm-hmm. calling out for her soul to come back and rejoin her body, the hour passes, the gem is consumed, and nothing happens. Why not? Why? I did everything right. I. Maybe she didn't want to come back. I don't understand. I did everything right. Do they always come back? I don't know. I've never tried this before. Can't save everyone, right? And she kind of falls to her knees, just slumps over. But I had to try. I kneel next to you and I just 
putting on arms. I did earthly sing light. I did earthly sing light. I'm actually gonna unwrap the linens. Mm-hmm. And would she have anything like picture? Adrian. I mean, Adrian didn't have anything on it, but like, I'm gonna search her. Given how much time you have, you're in like safe territory searching through her. Mm-hmm. I'll just consider it an automatic success. Okay, so. cool. You do find pockets on her dress. Oh, hey, pockets, cool. The reason they are so hard to find is they seem to be just like little loops, not even like pinky size until you put your hand in it and then they widen oh. for your hand to go in. In okay. pocket of holding. Really? A, a little bit. You, you can actually like feel the bottom of it, but it is slightly larger than what the dress would suggest. So, but inside it, you find a handful of acorns, some plain white powder that upon closer inspection looks like it might be flour. Don't snout it. <laughs> or do. You know what? I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. A gold coin with a stamp on it that you do not recognize and a couple of buttons of various sizes. Well, some of these look like spell components. It takes the ribbon out of their hair. Talia, as you're searching her body, you also find right at the small of her back under the dress, there is a silver circle on her skin. Like a tattoo? Or a brand? It's seamless to her skin, so it could be a tattoo. Okay. It's just a silver circle? A ring. A ring? Yeah. Okay. Would I know what that is? Roll roll me d20. 15. It's faint. You kind of sense like a little bit of power still attached to it. As you kind of feel it, it triggers a sensation in the back of your mind as like the same kind of feeling as to your own barbed wire tattoos. I show Celine. What is it? It's a warlock mark. She made a deal with someone. A silver ring. Ringy bells? History check? <laughs> two. <laughs> no, two. No. No, Talia, you could actually make the history check too, actually. Ooh. 16. Total? Total. Okay. It was 18 with negative two. <laughs> right, yeah. One of the books of the Feywild that you read. Ooh, can I, is it in the book we got from the Venasi? Yeah. Because I have that. Yeah. Well, I take it out. And okay. Just look through it, it. It is one of the ones that it covered more important. You come to the, the section on the Queen of Witches, and one of her symbols is a silver ring. It is a ring, but it's not a sort of ring you wear on your finger. It, she's actually depicted as holding it. It's like the size of a plate almost. Oh, okay. The plain silver ring is one of her symbols. I guess that's who she made the deal with. I'm just kind of despondent. Do you think Adrian would want to say goodbye? Adrian seems scared of her. 
I don't think so. I think it'd be too much for her. She's already dealing with so much. After you're finished, I put the linen back over her. Shall we put her to rest? I think so, yeah. So I'm going to try and open the ground up. Yep. And just kind of under her so she kind of just sinks in and then quilts it back on top of there. Okay. Yep, you can do that. Can I make plants crawl? To a point. I want to put a bit of pink flowers over there. Okay. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll allow that. It's not exactly the <laughs> motif of the of the shadow realm, but I'll allow it. I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't either. We should get back to Blackwater. I agree. Shouldn't give you a headache this time. <laughs> no. Once I open the door, I'm not moving the location as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll go back. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. Our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.